Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth ep- Oh my gosh, Juno! <laughs> I'm sorry. As soon as I was about to start, the- I would try to have like a little chill introduction. Juno gonna start chewing on my phone cord. That's his little thing now. Didn't even get to do my intro that I created for myself because of this man. Anyway... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Martina Pod, starring me, Martina. How are you doing today? I'm actually doing really, really well. Really, I'm doing fantastic. I am doing amazing. I'm doing another synonym for amazing. I'm doing, I don't know, like, I'm I'm really happy. And you want to know why I'm happy? Because I am in my new apartment. I'm gonna get the floor wet, bitch. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh, guys. <coughs> As my mom would say, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. I cannot believe that I am in my... The AC just turned on, don't mind that. And I'm right next to the AC, but this is... I'm, it's my living room. I'm chilling in my living room right now. But it's a studio apartment, so don't get it twisted. Like, it's all just one big space. All right. But I'm a. Uh, I've been watching since I figured. Since I found out I was going to move to a studio apartment. Like, since I signed the lease, bruh. And I signed the lease in, like, March. <laughs> I signed the lease for this apartment in March. So I've been waiting. And ever since then, I've been searching up studio apartment layouts studio apartment tours studio apartment makeovers like i have been like i have been consuming studio apartment content bro and because i was like when i move into this place i know exactly how i'm gonna plan it like i know exactly what i'm gonna do i have no doubts about it i know how i'm gonna form it like all i gotta do is get there i was like when i get there i'm gonna do it like (laughs) that song's by kirk franklin and the first song that i sang was by ari lennox um, I do a lot of song references. It's it's not on purpose, okay? It's not. I don't do song references on purpose. They just kind of come in my head. Like, do you, does that ever happen to you? Like, you say a phrase and it reminds you of a song that said that exact phrase. So now you gotta sing the song because it's in your head. No, just me. Okay, so. <clears throat> anyways, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of studio apartment content, and at first I was nervous right because I was like oh my gosh I have so much stuff how is it gonna fit in my apartment because it's a small apartment but it doesn't feel small anymore does that make sense I was like part of it is because I've been here for um a week already and part of it is because of how I've spaced everything out like in the studio apartment tours that you watch one of the things that they tell you is that you need to find ways to section off your space Right, like if you have an open floor plan, you want to like do it in such a you want to have the place in such a way that you can like it's like force the user, force the person that's coming into your house to go a specific way. Like, don't want you don't want somebody to come in your house and like their immediate path they go is like diagonal. Like, not that going diagonal is bad, but like you don't want to have like if you have an open floor plan, you want to make You want to make, like, a directed space. Like, how does that... Does that make any sense? I feel like I'm not making any sense. Like, so, basically, let me explain it. Let me explain Let me talk about it. 
So right now, I'm in my studio. I'm looking at it. And one of the things I have is this cube furniture thing that I got like three years, two years ago when I moved into my first apartment. Um, it's this cube storage. And before I was using this cube thing as like a dresser for myself, like for a really long time, I've just been using it as a dresser, like keeping my clothes in there and whatnot. But now, because I'm storing my clothes under my bed, another tip that they give for, like, doing studio apartments is, like, to make use of storage. Like, like hidden storage, making use of storage, buying things that can be used for storage, like, specifically. You know, you don't want to have things, like, hanging out. So, I store my clothes now under my bed, and I have my uh, furniture, the cube box... That, and I have the cubes that go with it. You know the, you know the cubes. You have to know what I'm talking about. I can't explain everything to you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it anyway. You know, a cube, but it's open at the top. It's like this little piece of fabric, and it comes in different colors. Um, and they're specific for cube furniture. Like cube furniture is made with these little fabric cubes in mind. So. I have that at the front, so as soon as you enter into my house, I have that, and I have this cart that I got from Michael's for my 19th birthday, and I remember that specifically, because I remember everything that happened my 19th birthday. If you'll recall from the first episode, my 19th birthday is the time where my mom, my aunt, and my uncle, may you rest in peace, Uncle Cello, came to my apartment, and they stayed there for the whole weekend, and I had no space. You know what I'm excited for? I know <laughs> I keep on segueing. You know what I'm excited for? I'm excited for a non-birthday week weekend. Let me say that again. A non-birthday weekend. And that mean and what I mean by that is that for the last 3 years my birthday has been held on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I just I can't wait for the Monday birthday, bro. I can't wait to have a Wednesday birthday. Like <laughs> there's so much to do on the weekend or at least or I don't know if I'm excited for a non-weekend birthday I think that it would have been really nice if for the last three years my birthdays weren't on a weekend because I fully believe that the situations happened the way they did or at least my 19th and 20th birthday because it was on a Friday and a Saturday my aunt, my mom, my uncle coming over, and my dad visiting me. Those two things wouldn't have happened if I had a Tuesday birthday. That's just a straight fact. If I had a Tuesday birthday, they wouldn't have come visit me. They would have been like, oh, sorry, Martina, I can't come up. But because they had that weekend, that space to do something, they were like, oh, let me go surprise my daughter. No. No. So I'm. So why I want a weekend birthday is because there won't be any surprises. No one's gonna do anything on a fucking weekend. Not weekend. Dang. No one's gonna do anything on a weekday. No one's gonna pop up to where I live on like a Tuesday and be like, ah, surprise, Martina, happy birthday. No. No, because people are employed. They have jobs. They got things to do, and that's good. I'm happy you're employed. I'm really happy for you so you can stay over there and not come here. Yeah, so I can't wait for my Monday birthday next year. What am I going to do for my Monday birthday? She probably go to work. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, anyways, so I got the shoe rack that I got for my 19th birthday. And then I have my cat's litter box. Uh, so that's like on 
when you enter that will be on your left right so those two things so what that does is that separates like this makeshift hallway i've had to uh a living room like i've made myself a little bit of a living room it's just uh and i'll explain how that works too but we're still talking about the hallway um so i got my cat's litter box because i tried to keep the litter box in the living room and it was horrid um i got my new cat juno i think i talked about him last episode and if not la- yeah i think i talked about him last episode that i'm getting him i got him my cute little orange cat he's here he's chilling he's handsome he's wonderful except he's stinky <laughs> like he really is a man you know um juno likes to fart occasionally that's fun um one time juno got poop on his foot and i had to wipe it off and it was gross because i had just got my ottoman and he got his poopy foot on my ottoman and it made me very upset but you can't correct cats you know yes i am talking about you all my cats are congregate we've congregated together in the living room we all like the living room and the reason why i made the living room here is because where i live i so the studio apartment just has a singular window but it's a really big window like it's a like the window like when you ah, like this one side of the wall is just the door and the window you know like it's good it's good so this is where my living room is the living room is where the window is and also i put it here because i knew the cats would like this space i knew they would gravitate towards the big ass window i also am gravitating towards the window and i don't want my bed to be there no i don't want my bed by the window i want to because bed is for sleeping like if i'm gonna go on my bed i'm going to immediately sleep i don't want to sleep by the sunlight i want to soak in the sunlight so living room I want to live in it. <laughs> I want to live in the sunlight. So, therefore, I make it the living room. Anyways, to talk about the hallway. So, yeah. Juno. <laughs> I'm just going all over the place. I'm sorry. So, Juno has is smelly. His poop is smelly. Like, all cat poop is smelly. But his in particular, very man-like. Um, <laughs> so, I put the... My, my chair is creaking. <laughs> um... Damn, shut up. Oh my gosh, have you always been this creaky? Wow. Creak, 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 creak. Okay, let me try something. <laughs> oh no, but that's just how you are. Alright, I guess we're fucking with it. I guess I'll deal with my creaky grandma chair. So, litter box is in the hallway. And you're like, oh, but wouldn't that be a little crowded? You would think so, but no, it's not. The only thing I could use in my hallway is maybe like an additional mat but also i don't see the purpose for it because i have a mat outside my door so if i gotta wipe my feet i can do it outside and i want to do it outside anyway i don't want to track mat into my not mat i don't want to track dirt into my house my house (laughs) my possessive that i pay for heck yeah okay then i have this book I don't even know what the fuck this is. I think it's supposed to be a bookshelf, but I've had it for so long. I don't even know when I got this thing. I don't know. It just randomly showed up in my house one day. And when I went, like, in my house back home, like, where my mom lives. And I don't know when we got this. Like, I can't tell you. But I went back. One day I went back to, went back home, home, home. And 
I saw, I went back home and I told my mom that I needed more storage for my room or something like that. And she was like, take the bookshelf. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I brought it with me back to college town and it's been with me ever since. We've been together for like two years <laughs> and it's just fate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have my printer on top of that, but it doesn't matter. And then next to that, I have this table that I thrifted originally to be a desk, but it's too short. But it makes a great TV stand. Like, I didn't do that in my last apartment. I'm doing it now. It's great. It's a good idea. Anyway, so now we're back to the cube furniture. Cube furniture card I got when I was 19, living room. So the living room I've sectioned off with, you know what's crazy? I want to make a YouTube video about this too, but it's going to be a, I, my first YouTube video that I'm going to make, like actual first YouTube video is I'm going to do a house tour, like an apartment tour. And I'm going to explain it exactly how I'm explaining it to you right now, but except there are going to be visuals. And a part of it is like, Martina, you shouldn't talk about this on your podcast. You should wait for your YouTube video. And it's like, whatever. Everybody needs practice. Like, you think I'm going to do this? To, like, am I really going to do it the first time correctly? No. Like, you've heard how many times I mumbled. I got to practice something. Every good, <laughs> every good musician knows that practice makes, every good person knows that practice makes perfect. So, if you're fortunate enough to listen to this and then watch the YouTube video, just don't tell nobody. We're going to all pretend that I did that perfectly first try, but you and I both know we I practiced. <clears throat> anyway, me and my creaky chair. We're in my living room. I've sectioned out my living room to be this kind of square, if you will. Are you okay, Juno? You see how I haven't talked about Yomi this entire episode? He just be moving, but he's also a kitten. And also, I love him. He's a wonderful addition to our family. Yomi and Juno love each other, and they met each other this weekend. Like, I got Juno on Thursday. And at first, Yomi was like, hiss, hiss. And Juno is so nonchalant, he was like, okay, whatever, and kept moving. But also, Juno's like, sweet. Like, it's not that he didn't care. I don't think care is not the word. I just don't think he's afraid. <laughs> I just think he has no fear. Like, Yomi is hissing at him, and he was like, I... Or what? Like, he's not threatening in any way. He's just fearless. And Yomi's kind of the same way. But Yomi has been in, a, has been in interactions with other cats that have hissed at her, that have been mean to her. So in return, she's been mean back. So I think she was, like, a little bit traumatized. You know, she was like, she was like, oh, this is a new cat. Hiss, hiss, bitch, back up, back up. And Juno was like, all right, relax. And then Yomi was like, oh, so we're good? Lit. And now Yomi and Juno are cool. <clears throat> Anywho, so we're in this. Why must you interrupt me? <laughs> so now we're in our square, right? I have this, I have this basket, this laundry basket that I got from Target. Child, living next to Target was a mistake for me. I am a one minute drive away from Target. (laughs) Not even one minute, it's not one minute, it's like maybe two, no more than three. Like, it's a short drive to Target. 
Like, I can literally go to Target and be back in, like, 30 minutes. You know, like, it's not... <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sure I could do it in 15 minutes if I really wanted to pace myself like that. It's not funny. I've spent so much money at Target. I'm afraid to check my credit card bill. And you're like, Martina, you should not be in credit card debt. First of all, shut up. <laughs> Second of all, I'm only in credit card debt because, firstly... Now I'm getting vulnerable on this thing. There's a lot of context you need to know about why I'm broke right now. In March, the same month I signed my apartment lease, this same month in spring break, I got scammed. I got scammed out of a decent chunk of money. And I am too embarrassed to say how much money I got scammed out of. But just know that my refund check that I got from school was also in my bank account. And it was then most of it was no longer because I fell for a scam. And yes, I did send them the money, but also, I don't know. I don't have justifications for what I did. Scammers are good. Scammers, they get you good. Like, every, I don't feel as bad about it now as I did then because if you talk to me in March, it was bad. Noah also made the situation ver- worse because I'm being really vulnerable on this app. Um, I lived with my ex. Martina, the apartment that you just moved out of? Yep. Yeah, so not only had I just gotten scammed, but sometimes I could hear that man playing his music through the walls of my apartment. Of my room and it just made me progressively more upset so and no I won't explain the context of most of it um just know that I lived with him or I was oh my gosh a part of me doesn't want to talk about this but a part of me is also like this is something that happened and like it's not uh I'm not being like I don't want to talk about this at all it's more like a I've moved past it, or it's still something that I'm healing from, and talking to my friends, like, I know that this is something that's common, you know, like, I know four other people that have also lived with their exes. For the most part, I lived with mine the longest, and it's mainly because I couldn't afford it. Um, Most people that live with their exes, you know, there was a period of time where you, like, really loved that person, but... For people that I know that have lived with their exes, and realize I'm not saying, like, live with your boyfriend. Um, because at some point, it was a boyfriend. But for, like, most of us, or relationship, but for most of us that I've talked to, it was, like, it was, like, a one-sided relationship for the most part. Or, like, it was good until it wasn't. Um, that's mainly how most relationships I found are they're good until they're not and then but you don't realize how bad it is until you live together like for I think that for the people for those of us that have lived with our exes it's a it's an experience that I don't wish on anybody but for those of us that have had it happened it's like you I probably would have still been in a relationship with my ex had I not lived with them. So in that respect, I'm grateful that I lived with him, you know, because I got to see a side of him that I would not have seen otherwise. Like, I, or I probably would have seen it, but not as quickly as I did 
when I moved in with him, it makes me think about how the older generation, they, uh, it makes me think about how the older generation and how prone they are to, like, divorce or how most of them stay in, like, unhappy relationships and they do so because they're married or how in older relationships, like, our, the older generations, how they'll, um, how they'll never live together or never had spend a night spent a night together not even like sleeping together that's not what I mean though they've never like shared that space with each other until they got married and then when you get married you have to realize like oh crap this is what you're like and then they end up hating their significant other but they stay together for the kids or if you're a person that's staying together for your kids just leave (laughs) please like for yeah christ's sake um they stay together for the kids or they stay together because marriage is so sacred and you're not supposed to divorce and you're not supposed to do this and it's like okay well that's a scam right because there was this whole side of this person that you never saw until you lived with them and that's not fair you know it's not fair that there's this whole other side you never saw uh like for example i wasn't married right but for example when my ex and I started dating, right, there, I, okay, also, pinning this, I realized I was talking about my studio apartment, and then somehow I was talking about my cat, and then I was talking about another topic before that, and then I got to me living with my ex. I don't know, guys. I'm just kind of rambling. Um, I'll get to, I'll get back to my points eventually, or at least I like to think so, but anyway, here's the story. When my ex and I first got together, Um, like, we got together in May, and then it was August, right, because he didn't have roommates at the time, like, all the roommates that he had, like, either never came back or they moved out, so it was just him living in this apartment, it was a four-bedroom apartment, right, so it was just him living by himself, and then, in, on August, whatever that date is, they all, his roommates moved in, and they were all friends, right, so these friends moved in, and their parents were, like, there to help them and all that stuff. So then, X got a complaint, like, X got a complaint and a fine from the apartment complex for not keeping the place clean, like, as the kitchen specifically, like, he got a fine for not keeping the kitchen clean, and he was mad, boy, let me tell you, he was mad, I keep the place clean, I didn't know what they're talking about, I didn't know what they're talking about, like, I, you see those guys, if they ever if they ever mess up the place i'm gonna it's like some like shit right and of course being the supportive girlfriend i am i'm like man yeah fuck those guys (laughs) like why would they do that right and then i lived with him and you know once i started living with him and then we shared a common area i realized that that fine was absolutely fucking justified like you are such a messy person (laughs) like you are so messy absolutely you do not keep the common areas clean you don't do anything like you are like matter of fact if i, if I was that complex i would double it you know i have to double it like i would have doubled that fine because you are a messy person and maybe not want to cook in that apartment at all bro like at all it was disgusting but right like that was a whole but that was a whole side of him i never saw until i got into a, until we started living together so in that aspect I'm grateful that I live with my ex because I think that 
I would have stayed in that relationship longer than I would have. And I wouldn't have gone anywhere. It would have stayed. <clears throat> it would have. Oh, my God. One second. I got to take a sippy sip of water. Pardon me. It would have stayed where it was. I would have been unhappy. I would have been with somebody that was definitely jealous of me. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have gotten where I am now. So I think some things were meant to happen. Well, at least that's how I'm going to justify it. I think that if the, everything happens for a reason, it's really fucked up. But I'll take it. You know, like saying that everything happens for a reason is... It allows actions to be justified if you just take everything as a lesson and learn from it. Especially, like, in your 20s, or just being an adult. So I'm learning, like, you gotta give yourself grace a little bit. <laughs> like, being in your early adulting is, like, you become an adult when you turn 18, right? So if you're, like, 20 years old, you gotta think that, oh, if you make, like, a really crappy mistake, like, a really, really bad mistake, you gotta just realize... You've only been an adult for two years. What do they want from you? <laughs> like, you've only been an adult for two, three years, four years. Like, like even when you're 30, that's when you've been an adult for a decade. Now, after a decade, I think that after, like, eight years of being an adult, you could be like, okay, I think I got it down. But, like, it's those first five years, I feel... I feel like you got to give yourself more grace. I feel like you're allowed to make stupid mistakes. I feel like if you are going to make stupid mistakes, you should make it when you're a young adult, like, or at least, and that's what I tell myself when, that's my justification for when I got scammed. I was like, okay, you know, at least this happened when I was 20. I'm like, I've only been an adult for two years, and it's not even like I had a lot of money to begin with, you know? It's like, imagine, I like, I was like, imagine if I was 30, you know, when I'm a full-blown tenured professor because I do plan on becoming a tenured professor at a place yes I will I don't oh my gosh wait I'm gonna come back to my professor talk okay I'm like what if I was a full-blown professor right and I had thousands upon thousands like I had tens of thousands of dollars right and then I got scammed and I lost tens of thousands of dollars now that would be a problem that would be a super big fucking problem you know but I'm only a kid like, I'm a kid with a title and a little bit of money, you know? Like, in my mind, and also I think the pandemic did this to me, like, in my mind, I'm still 17 years old. In my mind, I'm like, I'm not 16. It's not, I'm 17 in my head. Like, some people are like, oh, I'm still 16. No, I'm still 17 up here. I've just been 17 for a really long time. And I don't realize my age until people bring it up. Like, I know that I turned 21. I get that, right? But the other day, I was on the phone with my friend, well, she's not my friend. She's my little sister. My little sister, Sherelle. I say that she's my little sister because I don't, I'm an only child, so I don't have any siblings. And Sherelle doesn't have an older sister, right? And Sherelle and I have known each other for so long that we're siblings at this point. Like, I can't think of any relation. And we met each other at church, too. So a thing with, like, church culture that, at least for me, that I feel like a lot of people don't pick up is that, well, in church you call each other, like, sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, right? Sister dot, brother dot, like, always. But I think that growing up, 
in church with like other kids like you call them like it's weird to call them like sister title like like sister jones you know brother brother jones sister jones brother johnson sister johnson like i'm not gonna call don't look at my cat weirdo i'll fuck you up no it's okay they can look at yummy she's adorable like it'd be weird to say to go to my to go to Sherelle and be like oh sister Sherelle I'd be like but you're my age like I feel like brother and sister was reserved for like the older people or at least that's how I felt but even though you refer to everyone at church like that but I feel like the people I grew up with at church I think of them as siblings you know like some siblings are closer than others but most of the brotherly sisterly relationships that I can think of happened from church like I had two other guy friends right Daniel and Ryan um Daniel so it was Dan actually that was the four of us it was Daniel Ryan Sherelle and I right we were all just like this little group right we were all one age behind each other so like Danny was the oldest then it was Ryan then me then Sherelle right and and Daniel's like oh I don't remember how old he is but just know he's older than me and we were all like friends but our relationship was kind of like they we felt like siblings you know like I called Danny my brother I called Ryan my brother Sherelle's my sister like that's just like how we were unfortunately like Daniel Ryan moved right Daniel is married now congratulations Daniel but also since the pandemic we haven't really been that close, which is sad, but also, like, I don't think either of us have been to church either, and that was, like, the main way that we, like, interacted with each other, and, like, I moved, and Ryan moved, and now Sherelle's off at college in Alabama, and it's, like, sometimes people grow apart, and that's okay. Like, that's not a complaint, because I know that they're all doing well, and, but also, I was talking about Sherelle. So, I was talking to Sherelle the other day, and I was sitting in my apartment, and we're on FaceTime. And I was leaving her tour my apartment. And I was talking to her, and she was like, she was like Martina. I'm like, what? She was like, really sit down for a moment and think about the fact that you are in your own apartment. She's like, Martina, when did we meet each other? And I was like, I was like, well, I moved to Florida in 2011, so that means that I was nine, which means that you were seven, right? And then I was like, oh, like I thought about it. Like I'm 21 years old right now. And I moved to Florida when I was nine. So Sherelle and I have known each other for about 11 years. I think, did I do that math right? No. Yes? No. 12. 12 years. I think. I'm pretty sure it's 12. It's really embarrassing when I can't get math right. Like little simple math. And it's like, Martina, aren't you a math major? What's your point? What's your point? I don't understand. Okay, yeah, it's 12. So, Sherelle and I have known each other for 12 years. We've been watching the other person grow up for the last 12 freaking years. And I'm on the phone with her, sitting in my new apartment. And I'm like, yo. Like, that's when I started to process the fact that I was 21 years old. So, I really don't think about it. But, you know, some young adults are doing better than other young adults. But that's not to say that the situation isn't hard for like most of us like I realized that I'm really grateful for the situation I'm in 
Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, I'm privileged to be like, it's like, okay, guys, well, well, I, I don't know if it's privileged, you know, like, I worked really fucking hard to get here. Like, dare I say, I worked my ass off, you know, like, I like, I deserve to be here. Does that make sense? Like, I'm sitting here in my apartment with gratitude because I worked hard to get here and now I'm reaping the fruits of my labor, you know, like. It's been hard, but now we're here. So some adults are doing better than other adults. But anytime you, like, make a really big mistake, just be like, yo, I've only been an adult for three years. Relax. It's not that deep. Like, this is my, I'm going into my third year of being an adult. Think about a third grader. Think about what a third grader is like. They're still, I don't, actually, I don't know what a third grader is like. I was leaving that silence to hope that I could think about what a third grader is like, but I barely remember what I was like when I was in third grade. All I remember is that I was eight, and Justin Bieber had gone famous. Like, that's when Baby came out, I think, something like that. And that's all I remember about being in third grade. Um... Now, I there was a point when I was talking when I remembered what I was talking about. And then I lost my train of thought. Oh, 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 I remember. So I got scammed, right? So I got scammed. I lost a good chunk of money, right? It was, and then since then until now, I've been having, it was literally the worst time of my life. Like, I was living with my ex, and I also got scammed. So, like, I'm broke, and I'm living with this man. Like, these are the two worst possible situations that I could ever come across. But I'm grateful for, like, it could have been worse than what it was. And I mean that because I wasn't alone. You know, like, I could have been in that situation and then also had no one there for me. Like, I think I had, that's when I started building that community of people that I have now. Like, my friends, I started meeting my friends, my girlfriends. We started hanging out more. Like, they would come over a lot, and they would hang out with me, and I would go over to them, and I would hang out with them. And I also had school to cope, and, like, all, and I have friends at school. So I think that it could have been way worse than what it was, but it was, but that's not to say that it was still horrible. Like, I, guys, I still had a really shitty time. <laughs> like, it was still really bad, so I didn't have, like, a lot of funds, right? Because if I did have those funds, I don't know. I'm not going to think about what what would have happened if I didn't get scammed because the point of like there's no point because I did, you know, like there's no point in focusing in like the what if would happen when it did, <laughs> you know. So. So I was running low on funds, but my mom was there to support me, but also I had a job like I was I'm work I was working two jobs at the time, but in total I worked like 20 hours, like 18 to 20 hours. So I was slowly replenishing like no, not I don't think replenishing is the word. I think replacing, I think growing. I was slowly growing like my monetary funds and then I was also like using my credit card like a little bit more, but not as much as I am now, but <laughs> that's their fault. They shouldn't have given me a credit card limit. You shouldn't have given me a credit card limit increase. That's where y'all fucked up. <laughs> See, if I had if I had a limit on what I was to spend, maybe I would be using it that much. See, that's how capitalism gets you. That's how capitalism gets you. They were like, oh, don't worry. Here's an increase 
spend it wisely but don't forget to pay us back but spend it on whatever you want but don't forget to pay us back and you know just do what you want with it and also it's gaining interest take your time spend with like i feel like I feel like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory with a credit card. You know, it's like, ah, oh, your heart's desire with one tap. And it's like, a tap? I don't even, I don't even be bringing out my wallet anymore. But like, I keep my wallet in my bag, but there's no point because I got my license on my phone and I just tap like, bitch. I go to a place and they're like, I'm sorry, we don't have tap, Walmart. They're like, we don't have tap. I'm like, why? In this economy, in this day and age? You want me to put in the work to, to get on my credit card? It's not even that much work. I just just go get so used to tapping that it's oh big stretch. Yummy just did a really big stretch. It was really nice. Um, but anyway, so I so I have my job to help replace those funds, and also I have my mom to support me and all those good things, you know. But still. You know, I don't have a lot of money right now. But fortunately for me, like, I still have my job and I'm still working. But money is scarce. <laughs> scarce right now. My mom is, bless my mom, because this summer, my mom preferably did not want me to work at all. She was like, don't worry about your bills. I'm like, I got you. I'm like, on a teacher's salary? She's like, don't worry, I got you. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. And she did indeed got me. You know, like she said what she she said what she said, and I think I I felt like I had deja vu just now saying that, but she, she did what she did, and also I'm starting my grad school job in the fall, so that's how I'm paying the rent. So yeah, I'm really grateful to be in this apartment. Uh, I'm it's really deserving. Anyways, I was at some point talking about the living room. <sighs> My mind goes all over the place. I I don't know. So now we're in the living room. Um, I got this cat canopy that I found on Amazon. I hung it on the window so that Yomi has a place to chill. But I sectioned off this living room. I have a clothing rack that is a little slanted because I couldn't push down this pole all the way and it's not my fault I just don't think I'm strong enough and I think that if I put a hammer to it I'll dent the pole so I'm not really sure what to do I think I need like a cartoonishly big hammer like those wooden hammers to like don't don't to don't get into place but I don't have that and I don't think there's anything in my apartment heavy enough to do a donk that's not glass and I'm not okay well maybe I could use that no I'm not doing it like it's fine like I'm fine with a I'm fine with a little tower of pizza or pizzazz <laughs> or whatever it's called uh <laughs> like it looks fine I have a clothing rack here and then I have my bookcase behind the clothing rack right and then here I have my grandma rocking chair I have this end table, My I have an ottoman, got my foot set up on it, and then I got a cat tree, and it's just like a little small space, enough for one person, and that's fine, because, oh look, I'm the only person that needs to be in this place, so it's fine. Then I got my bed next to it, my bed is placed horizontally, um, in the demo for this apartment, 
they did not utilize the space. I'm telling you, like, there is nothing in that demo for that apartment. That The demo, the, like, floor plan, like, when you go on the website, the floor plan really pissed me off. Because I was looking at it, and I'm like, why would you place the bed like that? Why would you do that? It's like, you purposefully want people to feel like this place is small. You know, like, <laughs> what the heck? So, I would get, like, so freaking paranoid looking at it and getting into like the empty space itself like even when my friends were helping me move in they were like bro they're like martina how are you gonna fit everything into the space and i'm like and i'm starting to get a little insecure don't jump on my laptop thank you for not jumping on my laptop wow i thought he was gonna jump on the laptop keys yomi just steps all over that shit he was so careful yomi take note that's probably the worst thing I can say to her as an older sister right now. Look at your little brother. You see how your little brother does this? Yeah, maybe you should follow your fucking little brother. Anyways. <laughs> so I got my bed next to it horizontally. Yeah, that layout really pissed me off. They didn't maximize that space. They definitely minimized that space. It's like, that's what you would do. That's what you would do. They need optimization. Sorry, that's a calculus thing. So I got my bed horizontally. Um... Then I have across from my bed, I have my dining table that I got, that my mom got me for Christmas. It holds two seats, and that's fine, because there's only one of me. Martina, what about when you have guests, and what about it? If I have guests, it's not like I don't have seating in this apartment. Like, I have seating. Just make just make your rounds. Um, and then the kitchen and then the bathroom. Like, the kitchen and the bathroom are right next to each other. They're separated by a sliding door. This apartment, this apartment's really cool. Honestly, like, I'm really excited to spend my rest of grad school here. But And, like, I'm not, not moving out of this apartment for crap. <laughs> I'm definitely not moving out of this apartment. Not only because it's, like, super hard to go down the stairs... It's only one flight of stairs. I don't want to make it seem like there's more. Like, there's only a singular flight of stairs. But when I was moving in, having to go up those stairs, oof. Child, it was horrible. It was, so, I'm, so I can't imagine moving out. Like, I've gradually gotten more stuff in here, too. So that would be more stuff to move out. No, son. I, can't, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. Like, the only way I would move out of this apartment is if there's a ring on my finger. Yeah, I think that I think that was seal the deal for me. And not only that, but like the person who proposed to me because I'm definitely getting proposed to, I don't give a fuck. The person who proposed to me has to be the one to move me out. Like them like or some movers that they paid for. Like if I'm moving out of this apartment, I don't know if it will be of my own free will, but I just can't imagine moving out of here cuz I just got here. Like, I don't want to think that far into the future. I'm trying to think, like, what would warrant me to move out of this apartment if not finishing grad school? You know? Like, and... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's a BTS song. That's BTS. Yeah. I'm really happy to be in my apartment. I'm slowly decorating it. I'm slowly, like, making my rounds around the apartment because I've also spent so much money at Target. I feel like I've said that, but I spent so much money at Target and just on general things. I haven't even gotten things to necessarily decorate the apartment yet. I've more, like, gotten functional things. 
I don't even think I'm ready for that decoration part because when I do decorate it, I wanna um I wanna have like fake plants in here. I don't know if I could take care of real plants. Taking care of two cats, I can do, but taking care of two house plants, <sighs> you're asking for too much. I gotta water them. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I still gotta kind of decorate this place. Like I'm making my rounds around the apartment, and I'm spending more and more money that I don't have by the day. Lord, tell them to give me another credit card increase. <laughs> like, it'll make me feel better about spending so much money. And it's not like I'm not paying them back. And I know that, and what's also making me justify spending money on my credit cards is that, I have two of them, what's making me justify spending money on my credit cards is that I'm getting a job, like I'm starting a job in August, in which I could get more money. So that tells me that even if these cards gain interest, like I know that with by like six months from now, they're all gonna be paid off. Like all of my credit card debt, no matter what it is, is all gonna be paid off. And I'm also speaking that into existence and making it like a goal for myself. Like no matter how much money I spend in six months, it will all be paid off. Like I'm really excited to start my job in August so that I can start getting money and start like budgeting and working on those funds and stuff like that because honestly i just want money whoever said that money can't solve your happiness obviously wasn't me obviously whoever said money can't buy happiness they're either i don't i don't know what i don't know what type of character they are i don't know what their character is but it's not me a lot of money would really solve my problems. You know what I saw the other day? There is some famous dude that had a white party that had a lot of A-list celebrities. Like the Kardashians were there. Other people were there. I, I don't know a lot of A-list celebrities. Just know like a lot of the popular people. Like people that get invited to like. What's that one thing? The Met Gala? They were there. And, like, maybe a couple of internet people, too, because now internet people are considered celebrities. And I'm saying that because I also want to be that internet person that's considered a celebrity. I'll get there. I'll get there. Well, I don't, well, not like an A-list celebrity. I want to be, like, a little niche celebrity. Like, there are some people, like, I was on knitting Instagram for a while. And there are some people on knitting Instagram that are, like, really niche, but they have a lot of followers in their niche like hundreds and like thousands of followers like I want to be like that like within my little circle like I don't want I don't want everybody to know me I just want a niche of people to know me and like a little I keep talking about community but that's really what I want I want like like in my life I'm trying to surround myself I'm trying to build myself a community of people in my town so that I can have that for myself and I think it will also be really cool if I created a community like that online. And I feel like eventually I will grab that audience. They will gravitate towards me once they find me. But I know it's going to be really difficult because right now the only people liking my things on Instagram are people that I know. And I don't like that. But we're working on it. And I believe in my content creator stuff. The only really, the only real reason, I'm getting back to the white party. The only real reason I want to be a content creator is because 
what I'm really passionate about is this podcast. Like, this podcast is my little passion project. Like, I'm definitely working on it. I'm definitely trying to build this up the most that I can. But in order to do that, in order to get people to listen to this podcast, I have to build a social media presence. So to build that social media presence, I'm becoming a content creator. And then additionally, I will promote my podcast. And the more people that I get following me on different platforms and contacts, I could direct them to my podcast and I could get more listens on the thing that I'm actually passionate about. So not that I'm not passionate about content creating. Content creating will also be, it's also something that I've always wanted to do. Um, but the podcast is a little bit higher than, like, the podcast follows under being a content creator, but it's, like, the main one that I love. And then it's Instagram. And then it'll be YouTube. And then it'll be, like, different things. And I'm working on them. But anyways, so people got invited to this white party, a bunch of A-list celebrities, and they were wearing, like, basic white clothes. And some dude on TikTok talked about how... They like he wasn't focusing on the clothes, he was focusing on their watches, the different watches that these celebrities were wearing to this party. And there would be celebrities that had watches of like 150. Hang on, I'm trying to one 150,000. Yeah, they had like $150,000 worth on the, of their watch. How did I say that properly? Like, their watch would cost that much, and they were wearing it on their wrist like it was nothing. And it pissed me off because I would love $150,000. I would love $50,000. I would love $10,000, and I'm not going lower than that. (laughs) Like, I'm thinking about a price that could, like, sustain me. Like, I don't want, like, if I'm going to get a big sum of money, I want it to be enough that I never have to ask for anything ever again. And I feel like... $150,000 $150,000 to do it. I feel like $50,000 to do it. And I also think that 10000 I honestly believe that $10,000 would also do it. I mean, like, $10,000 probably wouldn't last as long as the other quantities of money, but that's just, like, $1 does not last as long as $10,000. So I'm basically just stating a fact. So, but these people were just wearing that on their, their wrist, and it, made, it pissed me off, like... You can't even get mad at people for robbing you, bro. Like, if I'll be honest, like, if I took that watch off their wrist, like, let's think about it. Let's actually think about it. First of all, let's think about how many watches a rich person has to have. Like, to be an A-list celebrity, you know, these people are millionaires. They are millionaires, meaning that they have multiple million dollars, not just one million dollars. They have multiple million dollars. Like, even for, like, content creators... They could do a brand deal, and they could get, like, $10,000 off on there. Is it ten? They could get, like, $5,000 off a brand deal easy. $10,000, $5,000, thousands of dollars off a brand deal easy. So assuming that a content creator does multiple brand deals, I will be like that someday. God, listen to me. <laughs> God, listen to me. If I am blessed enough to become a content creator and I have that much fun streaming through my account, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not quitting school. A lot of content creators that I follow, and it kind of pisses me off too when it happens because I'm somebody that prioritizes school, and but that also wants to pursue content as like a, as like a side job. You know, like, a part-time job, like, in addition to school, like, if it ever popped off, honestly. Like, right now, it's just a hobby. Like, 
I would love to turn this hobby into a career, but that's not to say that I'm going to drop out of school. I hate when they do that. Personally, that's just me personally. That's just, like, I can't speak for everybody. But especially if I'm watching, like, a college content creator or, like, a person or, like, a content creator. Like, there are a lot of content creators that I've been watching since, like, I was in high school, right? And a lot of creators I've watched since I was in high school, they've graduated and they've gone to college. Or they've graduated and they've... Or, like, they were in high school, and then they just decided not to, I can't speak, they decided not to continue their education. And it's like, that's stupid. Because even Megan Thee Stallion got a degree. I feel like you have to realize, like, as a content creator, that, especially, like, since I've been watching YouTube for, like, so long, you, as a content creator, there is a period of time of which you exist. Like, the internet moves really quickly, really quickly, really rapidly. That's the beautiful thing and the awful thing about the internet. It moves really quickly. So you have to realize that if you're going to be a content creator, you're going to be a content creator for that period of time. Like, that period of time may be 10 years because there were YouTubers that I watched when I was in middle school that were really popping off for years. But right now, they're kind of died off. and it's Or, like, if they are making content, they're not getting new followers because the only people that are following them are people that followed them in the past right so I feel like you have to realize that as a content creator you have a limited period of time while you're gonna be popular and I feel like during that period of time you have to save that money you know you have to like or I feel like during that period of time you have to save that money and you or this is my plan you gotta save that money but you should also have a backup plan Like, if you're not going to have a backup plan, like, financially, you have to have, like, make sure you're starting yourself a business that can last, that is going to last a long time. Like, have a business that is, is tangible the word? I want to say, I don't know, like, have a solid foundation, get a degree, get, like, a certification, do something. Like, it really pisses me off when people get become famous content creators getting lots and lots and lots of money and they're like okay I can make this a full-time job and that's it but then you see like and the thing with that is that I'll see content creators that do that like during their prime like they'll do that during their prime where they're like oh I'm dropping out of school to pursue content creation full-time and then you see them like two three years and they don't have as much views as they used to or they're not or their content starts dying off a little bit or they start posting they start posting a little bit less and they start doing this and it's like like I feel bad for them like the only reason why I'm kind of like that I guess is because I was I guess also because I was raised a viewing education as such like a big thing and I think also because I've worked hard for my education it makes me upset to see people like taking it for granted like you got into college with like a purpose like if you decided not to go to college completely that's fine college is not for everybody like I hope I got that point across I don't think college is for everybody and that's okay you know like I don't think everybody needs to go to college to do what you do but I do think that everybody needs a job but in saying that it makes me upset when content creators before they get really popular right they go to college and then they are in their prime of popularity and then they're like oh I'm dropping out and this is kind of at Conan Gray because I watched him a little bit when I was in 
like I watched I used to be a really big fan of Conan Gray and this kind of adds like a lot of other celebrities too because they do that and I don't know it just like if it was me I guess I can't I guess what it is really honestly truthfully what it is is that I can't see myself doing that so I don't have a lot of sympathy for them but I think I do have empathy like I don't like, I can't feel what they're feeling, but I get it. Like, I get why you would do that. But I think that as long as you're doing that and you're, like, saving up your money and, like, as long as you got a backup plan, that's really what it is. I feel like I always have a backup plan. Like, for example, I got my bachelor's degree, right? So, God forbid, if getting this PhD doesn't work out, you know what I, uh, you know what I could do? But I could uh, teach high school math. <laughs> I don't want to. I really, 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 really don't want to. I preferably want to teach at the collegiate level, and I preferably want to do my research at the collegiate level, and I want to work in healthcare, and I want to work with hospitals, and I want to do data science stuff in that aspect, and I want to teach, and, like, that is something I'm passionate about, and that will always be priority for me. Like, getting to that goal will always be priority for me. So... I, it makes me hard to see people that, like, wouldn't do the same. But also, now that I'm thinking about it, like, now that I'm actually talking about it out loud, I feel like I've just solved this debate in my head. Now that I'm talking about it out loud, there could be somebody that has that same passion for content creation. And if you do have that same passion, now I support it. <laughs> like, I went through that whole range of emotions, and I was like, wait. There are people that feel that way about making content. There are people that feel that way about, like, things. Like, there are people that feel that way about different things. And now I think that if you have that same amount of passion that you really, 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 like, that you have a backup plan, but you really, really, really don't want to do it, and you absolutely positively would only want to do this thing for the rest of your life, do it. (laughs) Now I'm saying go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, now I'm in full support. Now I understand the gravity of the situation. Nice talk. Nice talk we had there. Very nice talk. I didn't even know what I talked about this episode. I just started rambling. But to be fair, that's like really most of my episodes. Most of it's rambling. Sometimes I tell people that I make a podcast and they're like, oh, what do you talk about? And I'm like, you know, stuff. Whatever it's on my list, like, I really can't explain it to you unless <laughs> you go and listen to it. I try to explain to them. I'm like, you know, it's a, I kind of want to make the podcast to be, like, background noise while you're doing your own thing. Sherelle, she told me that when she listens to my podcast. I, I love when people tell me they listen to my podcast. Uh, Sherelle, she told me when she listened to my podcast, she also, um, she was like, I feel like I'm on a phone call with you and it's really comforting. And I'm like, that's the plan. That's actually what the plan is. I want you to feel like you're on a phone call with me. I want you to, like, imagine POV. You have social anxiety, and you hate going out in public places, you know? And it would just make you feel better if it felt like you were on the phone with somebody. Sometimes I'm like that. Sometimes I just want to be on the phone with somebody. Like, not even to, like, talk like that. Just to have that, um... It's not comfort. Just that company. Just to have that company. Sometimes you just need company. And that's okay. 
like there are people that watch like study videos and they watch people do study with me's because it makes them feel like there's somebody there studying with them that's kind of also how I want this to be like I want it to be like a somebody's there with you but you know obviously not because I'm over over here but like here over there but like you know you know I want it to be a little comforting but also but also I'm doing this for me my band director who also listens to my podcast not my current band director I'm not in band right now he's my high school band director my second one not the first one <laughs> which could sound really confusing but he said he listened to my podcast which terrified me at first but I'm good now and that's when I realized I was an adult <laughs> like he told me he listens to my podcast and suddenly I felt like a 17 year old I'm like <gasps> my teacher's listening to my podcast and it's like Martina he hasn't been your teacher for like four years one two you're an adult three it's okay because he said that he enjoyed it and I was like ah right anyway he was like this seems like good therapy for you yeah that's exactly what this is it is good therapy but it's also like I'm also in just such an important part of my life that I feel like documenting it but also this is my but also but I'll take a shot every time I say but also but also but also but also but also (laughs) I'm gonna say it again but unironically (laughs) I'm trying not to say it but also I like doing this I like I said this is my little passion project that I'm gonna be working on on the side and I want to continue it and even if it doesn't pop off I think it'd be really cool just to have that documentation with me you know like something I could show my kids just like mom what were you like in your 20s listen to this podcast and it'll tell you everything you need to know about me um anyway I went a little bit over time today I only want to do this for an hour like I don't want to overwhelm people like and I also don't feel like talking for two hours because I work at two o'clock so I also want to take a nap. I don't know if that's a good idea because I, uh, well, it's about to be 12 now. But I've been up since like 6 a.m. So, like, if I could really take a 30 minute nap, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have a great day rest of your day wherever you are and if you and if you're not don't let whatever caused that bad day to define the rest don't let whatever caused you to be in a bad mood define the rest of your day i said that last podcast too and i think i'm gonna keep on saying it like i hope you're having a good day but if you're not having a good day don't let whatever caused you to have that bad day define the rest of your day drop it and let it go and also it'll take a harder time to let things go than others but like it's okay um and i will see you in the next podcast Bye.